After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Listen up, hockey fans. You're in the right place. A no-hold-barred debate between two hockey fans. Stay up to date on current issues in the NHL, even the controversial ones. Welcome to The Debate Hockey Podcast with your host, Brad Baroud. Kucherov comes up ice. Kucherov cuts to the middle, and Char eliminates him. Oh, we're going to go back to that one, Jack. That puck was across the goal line, even though the yep, referee they was sounded the siren, which means that Toronto has seen a goal. And now Pat Maroon wants to go, of course. And then Sorelli came in behind with a cross All right, check. all right, all right. It's time to settle things down. Corrali manhandles Kalorn. You take your Harvard degree and take it to the hospital. Now Braden Point. Now it's Sorelli. On top of Coyle. And Chara's squaring off with Maroon, saying, do you want to see the afterlife? I'll take you there. All right, enough of that clown. (laughs) What a loser. This is the debate episode number 94 recorded on March 9th, 2020. And I can promise you one thing. The show will not get any stupider than that. What you just heard. Oh, guys, a disgrace to, to play by play. He is. Yeah. I mean, he he's a creative guy. He has a lot of creative. Sayings. He's a clown. He is a clown, though. And he's super biased, too. But like, hey, it, it's it's. It's I'm okay to be biased because he's biased like biased to a professional yeah, level. Exactly. Because he is the home broadcaster on TV for the Bruins on N E S N. But Nesson, yeah. Nesson, yeah. You can only go to like You can't be an idiot. You can't you can only go like can't be unprofessional. Yeah. And you know what? He I mean, this is personally how I feel too. He makes me hate the Bruins even more. If Marchant isn't enough, then you got clowns like him. Yeah, yeah. He, he, there's so many people that want the Bruins to lose because of stuff like that. Yeah. What did you think of that game? Did you see it? It was a great game. Well, awesome game. But was, Tampa's up 4 nothing. Bruins a, started to creep back. That was an all-around great game. There's two brawls in the same it game. It had it all. Like, holy shit. It was, uh, it was probably better than the Calgary-Edmonton game. Mm, yeah, no goalie fight puts the thing over. The no, top. I don't know. I, this on. game had a little bit. I don't know. It's, this is a good hockey. Well, game. Cal- the game in Calgary was what seven three. No, I don't think no. Final score was the Edmonton killed Calgary. Yeah, Riddick came in twice. Yeah, I think the actually the other game is the one I was talking about, the Cassian Kachuk. Oh. I think that was a better hockey game. Yeah, of course, but. I don't know. Second game was just a blow. Those two teams are playing right now. That playoffs ended today. Yep. Playoffs started today. I mean, there's a 29 percent chance that they play, and we'll talk a little odds later on in the show here. Speaking of stupid incidents in hockey, um, in an FHL game, what is that? The federal? Oh, hockey I shared that on my. I uh, won't even Instagram. see. Don't do that. Why? Because it's awesome. No, it is not awesome. Yes, it is. It is a disgrace to the sport of hockey. I, I shared it. 
It's a joke. I, it is a joke. I shared it's a it. Joke. I shared it because of what the broadcasters were saying. He was I didn't even get, listen to him. You got to listen to him. He was going nuts. He's. A, I'm sure he's a nut job like the Boston guy. I, I. I don't understand. Like, what is the FHL? Federal Hockey League. It's a shit league. Um, but how this, about the coach? How about the player trying to drop the cuffs at the coach? I'm like, what? The, well, the coach went on onto here? the bench. Yeah. And fought him and had his shirt off and what? A, Both coaches were going to go at it. Stupid. And you know what? The one guy come, left the penalty box and comes flying and in. And he there got drilled. With a, <laughs> you know what? The whole thing, though, you know, here's what I don't like. Here's what I don't like. Did you watch the whole clip? Yeah. But here's what I don't like. This is the stuff that makes the press. Yeah. So people don't see when Zibanejad scores his five, five goals, goals. Yeah. or the great stories of hockey players and youth and Bobby things Ryan. like that yeah. and the Bobby Ryan story. You get stupid shitheads like this yeah. that make the news and wreck our sport. Yeah. You know, and then they followed it up with some clown coach goes onto the ice and punches a referee. Okay. Don't, you, you can't defend this. Why is he on the ice? He got kicked out. Okay. You know what that well, is? Listen, okay, listen. Here. I got a way I to got, fix all this. Hold on. I, I got. There's no there, way. There's nothing to defend There's two this. sides to this, though. There's nothing to defend it. Okay. This is a youth hockey game. I know. It's I a get, youth hockey. Why it. is a coach getting kicked out of a youth hockey game? I don't know. I, I, I get it. There were, I think both were in the wrong, clearly, here. Um... Both the are coach, in the wrong. How do you the, figure? The coach, did you see the whole video? It yeah. was a minute and 40 video. Yeah. So what did the referee do wrong? He pushed the coach. He did not. The player came at him on the ice. No. On the he, player or the coach walked towards him. The co the referee did not skate over to the player. Dude, the coach got pushed and then the coach got up and then he proceeded to beat the shit out of the ref. The coach got pushed to the ice by the ref. You want to fix these incidents and never have them happen again? The, the, well, that's the reason he why. charged criminal charges. Yeah, he should have been taken off on handcuffs. And second thing? I. But the thing is here. here. No, but you want to fix these things? Like this, this stupid Winston Carolina thing? Those coaches? Life suspension. Gone. <laughs> Out of the sport of hockey. The guy that left the penalty box? 50 games. You need to lay down the law uh, on I, these people. Well, I do get that. The coach that left the bench to the referee? Gone. Lifetime ban. You just have to do it. Yeah, I I understand that, but they're like stuff like this is the reason why it's such a hard time to find referees in the youth hockey. Oh God, don't cry me a river. Uh, I I am being I'm being serious. Why do you think? Why does my state have the same four referees? Nobody wants to ref. Well, and 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 you want if you you don't, probably don't want to go down that road with me. But I'm just There's, saying nobody wants to ref in mine because of some of the refs that are there. <laughs> well, that's another topic for I'm another just saying, day. Like for the last three years, last four years, last five years, I've had the exact same refs, same point. Yeah, because no one will join refing in Minot because the core group. Yeah, it's a cult. They won't allow them in. Yeah, yeah. But right. I, I mean, and I know there's a shortage of referees in across the country. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Because we have idiotic parents now yeah, they, they, that they, thinks all their kids are going to the Stanley Cup Finals, yeah. and we have stupid coaches that yeah. do stupid shit like this. Yeah. Would you want a ref? Personally, no. No way. That's a hard job. It, it, for one, it's a hard job. It's two, a really hard job. Two, you got parents yelling at you from the stands. Yeah. Fuck that. That's bullshit. And three, you got players tripping you, coaches tripping yeah. you. Like, ah, uh, it's it's not like we've let this. Uh, one thing I cannot. I mean, I love hockey more than anything, but yeah. one thing we've let go too much is the silliness, like this stuff that we saw this week. Yeah. And we need to start laying down lifetime bans. Because when a few guys can't come back and can't coach youth hockey or can't play junior hockey anymore, you know what? The word will get out. It should stop. It'll slow up at least. It'll never stop because you can't stop stupidity. Yeah. There's more and more every day in the in everyday life. But yeah. you know, it'll clean it up a little bit. And I, I just 
I think it sucks. I, I just, I think it sucks. Let's talk some good news. These playoff races are bonkers right now. Um, I don't know. It's crazy. Every night, your team can be in the first wild card spot, and they're in tenth the next night. Well, my my team right now is in the second wild card spot, and if Winnipeg wins tonight, they're out of playoffs. So, yep, in tenth too. Yeah, you know, and then you know, you look. I don't know. It's crazy, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, we figure I better get this out of the way with you. So. Roberto Longer gets his jersey retired for the tenth time in front of three hundred fans in oh, Florida. It was, a, it was a joke. I mean, like this guy is the best player to ever play in Florida Panthers no, history. He's not. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He literally put that team on the map twice. What? When he came back? No, John Van Beesbrook okay, put that team on he, the map. Luongo is the best goaltender in, in team history. No, he's not. Yes, he is. John Van Beesbrook took him to a Stanley Cup. It doesn't matter. Luongo had way, <laughs> yeah, more, way more success there. No, he didn't. Anyways, not even close. the fact that... Roberto Luongo was better in Vancouver. The fact that the Panthers couldn't even show up for this guy, it was just... Why would they? He's idiotic. Well, why would they? They didn't show up when he was played. It doesn't matter. Like, right? It, it was such Why a, would it be any different? And the sound was horrible. The, it just Everything was a disaster with that whole thing. Yeah. The, the jersey stalled midway up. I'm just well, like. that stuff can happen. I mean, that happens. Whole, you got to test that stuff. Well, you got to yeah, go up and down, I, make sure stuff like that doesn't I mean, happen. Stuff happens. I mean, I, like, I It was just that. a total just, disaster. I mean, I watched it on TV. Luong was my favorite player of all time. But um, it's just like. I thought they could have done a lot better. Remember the old Yokinen display? But like you could, exactly. I shouldn't. I, mean, I shouldn't be surprised. Early. I shouldn't be surprised with that. In Florida fans, you can tweet me all you want. But the thing is, it's, here it's not good. I bet you, if you ask ten player, ten Florida residents who Alexander Barkov was, I bet you two of them would would say they knew who he was. What? It's stupid. Where are you going to ask the people at? In Nobody Florida. would know. If you were in Florida, you don't think anybody would know? If you ask ten no. people, no. Ten people outside the arena, or ten people in like a in coffee shop in Florida. In a, they wouldn't have a clue. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. If you like, asked hundred, how is that team? If you in asked there? hundred, one would know. Like it's, it's and a, I'm not exaggerating. It's a joke. Like I don't get how that team is still in Florida. I mean, I'm my wife, and this is a while back, but my wife and I were going on a cruise. I think I probably told the story ten yeah, times in the show. Have like twice. We asked the lady at the front desk of the hotel. If, Panthers playing tonight. We're in Miami. Who's uh, and she who's didn't know Panthers? who the Florida Panthers were. Yeah, I mean that just sums it up, man. Crazy. We're gonna talk on the show today. We'll talk some Stanley Cup playoff odds. We'll talk about this coronavirus update and see how it um, potentially could be affecting the National Hockey League. Then we'll go around the league. Talk Carter Hart, uh, Van Riemsdyk, Zabanajad, Barnaby, Svechnikov, and my favorite cross check of the week. Hey, hockey fans, are you ready for UBGM.com? A brand new daily fantasy hockey app designed and built for hockey fans by hockey fans. Do you have ideas that would make your daily fantasy hockey experience better? Sign up as a VIP at UBGM.com forward slash the debate. Add your voice to the growing community of UBGMers. You'll get a sneak peek at the app, plus an opportunity to tell us what you like and what you want more of from daily fantasy hockey. Join us today at ubgm.com forward slash the debate. UBGM, we love hockey.
All right, Blake, it's time to talk a little bit of Stanley Cup playoffs, standings, projections, and odds. Because looking at some of the websites that break down Stanley Cup odds, it's been very, very interesting to see just who's projected to win the Stanley Cup. And there's some interesting, interesting things. I would talk about a couple websites that have uh, daily updates on Stanley Cup projections because you know what? We're all hockey fans and we all want to know what are the chances our team makes the playoffs, who they play in the playoffs, and things like that. Right now, who do you think is the Stanley Cup favorite according to The Athletic, Blake? Your uh, guess. What's your guess? Boston. You're wrong. Washington? Nope. Tampa? Yep. Wow. Tampa Bay is 22% chance. That's the favorite. Um, let's talk some teams on the outside of the playoffs and what their odds of getting in are. Arizona sits at 31% chance of making the playoffs. Winnipeg, this one surprised me a little bit. 30% chance. They, will, they have a hard schedule. They do have a hard schedule. Super hard. They have a hard, hard schedule. Vancouver's odds of making the playoffs, 45%. Went down 9% from last night's loss. Last um, night there at 55 New York Rangers sit at 14%. Minnesota Wild have bounced up to 55% chance of making the playoffs. Florida, 31%. Oh, you want to talk about that for a second? Sure. Toronto's uh, little collapse in Anaheim and L.A. and San Jose literally just kept Florida's season alive. Absolutely, it did. They'd be lower than 31. Like, if they, if Flor- if Toronto took 5 or 6 or 4 or 6 like they're supposed to in California... Florida's season's over. Yep. Now they're sticking around. They're three points out. They play tonight, I think. And they play the Leafs once more time this, t- this year. <laughs> I know. That might be a, if I'm a Leaf fan, I might be shitting my pants a little bit because if Florida gets hot, they might be out of a playoff picture. Yeah. yeah. You know what, though? Do you have faith in Florida being hot this the time? The thing year? is, we I haven't seen, like... I liked Florida. I had Bobrovsky, them pick to go in Bobrovsky the playoffs. is capable of winning five games in a row. We haven't seen it from him yet this year. No. But he still could. You picked uh, Florida to make the playoffs? Yep. I did. I also picked Montreal to make playoffs. I had five from the we're, Atlantic. We're, we're going to get to another one of your predictions later on here. That is a good one. Oh, what, what, oh God, New Jersey? Dude. No, get out, out of here. New get Jersey. out of here. Toronto, we just talked about them. They have an 83% chance of making it in. New York Islanders have a 71% chance, which that sounds about right. Calgary has a 77% chance. Columbus, 24%. Um, They're at 24 to get in 24 they're two i don't why is it so low <laughs> have you seen columbus's record the last 10 oh, games oh, they love playing the canucks they, i mean Fuck. I, it's uh, now let's talk a little bit about i mean there's a lot of teams that are almost guarantees well, let's talk a little bit about who's the most likely matchups in the first round you know that Tampa Bay has a 72% chance of playing Toronto? Yeah, I know. In the first round? Yeah. Washington. Tor- Toronto bitched about playing Boston, and now they get a better team. So we'll see well, how Well, I don't know if you say better see team. See how that goes for them. I don't know if you have a better team, better team there. I think over, I think Tampa Bay is a better 45% team. 45% chance we get to see Philly-Pittsburgh. God, that's, that's I'd love that. awesome. And you said 29% Edmonton-Calgary? Uh, mm, it's up to 34% now today. 
Yeah, that, that be, went up overnight. Well, just that I think they are going to play. Fifty-four percent chance we see Dallas, Colorado. Yeah, that would be a good series. Twenty-three percent chance we see Vegas, Calgary. Hope we don't do that. <laughs> that would be a quick four for the Flames. Probably. <laughs> you want to know something even sad? If it's your team, your team's not even listed. That's fine. <laughs> You're not even listed, Blake. This well, hey, here. You, I'll just I'll just touch on this quickly. This upcoming week is the biggest week. This is going to make or break the Canucks. Oh my God! You guys have said that a hundred. No, no, no. Times listen though, because this is the week that we make up all the games in hand. By next week, when we, when we play Calgary, we'll both have. You we'll don't play Calgary till the twenty seventh. Yeah, I know. That's two weeks. I know, but by the time we play Calgary, we'll both have seventy five games played. So there'll be no yeah. more games in hand. So like this week is this is a big week. Every week's a big week. Especially this one, though. This is probably the biggest week of the season. They got the Islanders, okay. Arizona, Va- must wins. Vegas. Must win. Yeah. I mean, they, they're all must wins. Well, point. you're not going to win all three of them, though. And then... If you get two out of the three, you'll be in the hunt. Like, I was looking at their schedule. They got to win. They got to get points in nine of the last 15. For sure. Like, there's... like Yeah. You have to. Yeah. You got to go eight and seven... Or nine and six. One of those two. That's a magic number, I think. I did the math. Let's roll on over and look at another website called Money Puck. And this is the one I wanted to give you a little bit of hard time about. Do you know who they have as their Stanley Cup champion favorite? Ooh. Philadelphia Flyers, 12.6% chance. All right. And just like and that, we're you, ending the episode. Nope. And you want no validity on this one? In February last year, they had St. Louis as the pick. <laughs> They got Vegas second at 11. Last point. year? Yeah, last year. They called St. Louis. In, in February? In February. When they were in last place? No, they weren't in last place in February. In February, they are already working their end way up. End of January, they were last, no? Yeah. Well, by end of February, they were in like third. Oh, okay. You know. So, yeah, we'll see. They got Vegas at 11.9. Odds of making the playoffs. Do you want to hear what they got Vancouver at? Sure. Since, like... 30%. No, 47.6. They got Calgary at 80.2. They've the got The thing he, is like you win two games in a row, you go up to 70%. They've got so stupid. Minnesota at 75.4. That's not going to happen. That's way I too think high. Minnesota gets in. Not I think in. I think only three teams in the Pacific get in. I think I honestly I believe think that. They'll, they'll be four. Who? I already told you. Wait, so it hasn't changed since last week. I picked Vancouver to make the playoffs last week. I know. Are they making it this week? Thank God we don't you, play Columbus no more. Two nights in a row, you just the world was falling in Vancouver. We won beat, beat Colorado 6-3. Three, three nights ago, four nights ago, you told me they wouldn't, had no prayer making the playoffs. Well, I mean, if they keep playing the way they are, they ain't making playoffs. Well, are they making it? Because uh, I think uh, Nashville, I'm not, gonna, I'm not I th- gonna say. I think Nashville, Winnipeg get the two wild cards. I'm not gonna, you just said Minnesota's in. Make your it's, mind it's, up. It's between Winnipeg and Minnesota that get in. Fuck, Minnesota could catch Dallas. Five points back. Yeah, that's with, tough. Well, they, they Dallas got has got Vegas, a game in hand. That's tough. Five I, points of the game. I don't. Well, I mean, they could mathematically. Two losses in a row. Two wins for the. That's one point back. Like it, it can happen like a snap of a finger. You never know. 
That's why I ain't making a prediction of Vancouver oh, making the playoffs. Well, let's talk that. predictions now that you bring that up, Blake. Oh my God, you have this is this is good, everybody. So that, you know when Blake starts talking predictions, maybe we should have him predict, and then we'll all go to Vegas and bet the exact opposite. Because you have Philadelphia taking dead last in the Metro. They proved me wrong. I you mean. have Minnesota taking dead last in the Central. So do I. So did you, yeah. Christ, don't be throwing me under the bus. I have almost all of the Central right. I had I had Chicago. Or you had Chicago in a wild card spot. That's not going to happen. No. I had Dallas and Winnipeg in a wild card spot. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not making a prediction if Vancouver's making the playoffs. If it happens, if it happens, if it don't, it's not the end of the world. You had Edmonton way down. So did you. I had him in fifth. I had him ninth. I had him in sixth. I had him just outside the playoffs. All the Cali teams at the bottom, right? No, neither one of us did. You had San Jose in a wild card spot. Yeah, dude, I, I really thought they were going to make playoffs. Well, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. I had Philadelphia in third item in a playoff spot. Just like the Islanders last year. Make sure everybody knows that. I had, shoot, I had the Atlantic exactly the way it is. So did I. Except for I had Detroit higher than they are. Not obviously high, but higher than they are. I had them the lesser of the I had New Jersey dead last. You had New Jersey making the playoffs, you dumbass. You them in third. How pathetic of a... That's a horrible prediction. I should just quit the, All right, I should we're just not quit talking the about, podcast. We're not talking about predictions anymore. I'm resigning. That'd be fine. <laughs> so who do you consider as cup contenders right now? Uh, Washington, Pittsburgh, Boston, Tampa Bay, St. Louis, Vegas. Yeah, I only have two in the West, too. I'm not ready to put Colorado in that spot yet. I'm not. I want to though, but I don't know that they have the consistency on the on the goaltending. No, when your goaltender's letting in six goals on so why do, twenty wh- shots. Let me ask you this: Why do you know? Oh, no, we'll talk about that in a minute because I got I got a topic to talk about with that. Let's move on. Oh wait, who do you have as a cup favorite right now? If you had to pick a team right now, playoff start today, who do you consider your cup favorite? Uh, St. Louis. I got Boston. There's a real possibility we see those two teams in the finals. A cup rematch, I, that's probably very possible. Probably very possible. But you know what? Just It seems like that never but happens. But so. will Colorado catch St. Louis? Two back. No. With a game in hand. No. I don't know. It's going to be tough. They both win at a high rate. Mm-hmm. Both both have nine wins in the last ten. It's going to be tough. It'll be a dogfight coming down to last week probably. Yep. Let's talk about the coronavirus and, and update everybody on that and how that's changed in the National Hockey League over, well, in the world and how it's affecting the National Hockey League. And it changes on an hourly basis, basically. And um, the NHL announced Saturday that they have a coronavirus contingency plan, and they've asked all teams to submit available building dates for later in April in case games have to be postponed. They've also lined up potential neutral site venues in case specific regions are unsuitable for play and games need to be moved. Quebec City, one of them? Uh, they didn't announce that. I would bet Grand Forks, North Dakota would be one of them. Oh, yeah. And it'd be sold out instantly. So, I, I don't know. I mean, 
the Ralph would be rocking. Will it come to that? I don't. I don't know. They've also discussed playing to empty seats in arenas as a worst case scenario. Some players have commented on that. I, he, and, and Jason Spezza made a really good point. He said, "You guys don't understand. We can't just stop playing and then pick it up in three weeks." Yeah, the fucking July first would be playing Stanley Cup. Well, that and that's not conducive for the bodies either. No, and not fair for some teams, and not unfair for other teams. So he preferred playing to empty buildings. Not that he wants that, but and and I would too. Plus, television like agreements and stuff. You're you're gonna need to have the games these games on TV. So I, I don't know. So what's your thoughts on LeBron James comments? Oh, that's what I was gonna bring up next. I think it's a it's a selfish, stupid comment. It's a stupid comment. No, I, I get what he's saying though. The well, fa- nobody the, wants the it. fans matter though. That's the bottom line. Well, does health matter more? more? Like I, I re- see, what's LeBron I, thinking with his head? I don't. Or think, not? I don't, I don't think, think so. I really don't think the coronavirus is, is like. I don't think it's gonna have that big of an impact on the NHL. I really don't. Well, let's talk a little bit about what it's done so far. Now, NHL's recommended players limit interactions with fans starting Saturday and media. Many of the teams. Dressing rooms are closed to media. Um, I know that's the case in Calgary. I think it's the case in most. And I think it'll be a league mandate here in the near future. Uh, The IIHF has already canceled the Women's World Championships of Hockey in Nova Scotia. There's a tennis pro tennis match in Florida that's canceled this week. There's a Grand Prix race in Italy that brings over 100,000 fans that's racing in front of no fans this week. Uh, This is a real serious issue um would you know how it will play out is unknown to anybody but it's something that definitely needs to be serious because um more people die of the flu than this coronavirus though yeah but we don't know what it spreads to though like what is the coronavirus though like like you're talking like a college kid here i i don't really know much about it. it it i honestly believe if the world ever does come to an end it'll be because of disease probably right now is this the one probably not or are we overreacting i think i think so i think in most cases this is a a political scare i believe that yeah um do i think it's a real threat though yeah i do um i think it's something that needs to be watched and monitored so it doesn't turn into a real threat and if that means playing in front of fans or empty arenas then by all means let's do it because the health Without health, we have nothing. So we're all going to have to take sacrifices. Um, I don't know what will ever come of it, or I mean, none of us know that at this point. But the NHL is having a phone conference tomorrow discussing alternatives. Um, I don't know. My question to you is, though, what happens if a player gets this disease? I don't know how to answer that question. Does the whole he, league he w- shut down he then? wouldn't play. But then the whole team has to be quarantined. Then he like he doesn't go to the rink. Then I don't know. the whole team will get quarantined. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see how it plays. Now, if you had the choice, would you suspend play or play in front of no fans? I'd probably play no front of no fans. You, I mean, like you said, you can't take three weeks off. It'd be tough, wouldn't it? You know, one other question that was brought up today. I heard Elliot Friedman talking about. 
is it's projected that the salary cap next year will be between 84 and 88 million. That's just helping the Leafs out even more. How does this affect the salary cap? Coronavirus? Could it devastate the stem? Could well, yeah, devastate if, if the salary play, cap. If there's a lot of games played in front of empty fans, I mean, they're, they're not making any money. Well, but you got to realize that actually attendance is a minimal part of the income of, okay. the, of the league. No, no ticket sales, no concession sales, no beer sales, no well, nothing. It's huge. I mean, it's That's huge. A huge income. But it's not as big as the television deal. No. You know, when you, when you look in all reality. Well, the thing is, like, like I don't get how the salary cap is going to jump $7 million. Well, Where they're, are they they're, they're this already money? saying, though, Elliot Freeman reported today that's probably going to be 84. There's no way it'll go up to 88. I'm thinking it's going to be like 85 to 86 what, in, in that range. 84 to 86. Why do you say that? In what that knowledge range. do you have on that? Well, I just think that it'll be in that range. I think it'll be in that range. On what basis? That, I don't know. I think it's just going to be. What are you just pulling numbers out of your ass? Well, no, because guessing like if, and hoping, if, or what? If you look at the recent cap increases, other than last year, it went up three to four million dollars. Last year, only game okay. only went up like so three million dollars puts you at eighty four. Yeah, three to four. <laughs> okay, so your theory is wrong there. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because if it goes to like eighty six, that's going to help teams like Toronto. Vancouver, it's going to help those teams tremendously. It's going to help half the league. Yeah, because every well, it'll help Tampa Bay, it's like all those teams the that are in that cap. cap Twenty now. teams are in cap trouble. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I I think that with this virus situation and that scare, that's not going to help things at all. Because I guarantee you, San Jose is going to be playing to a lot less fans this week. San Jose, they go on the road though now after last night, so. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays. Now, here's another question. If league play shuts down, how long before teams file bankruptcy? I have no idea. Is that actually a legit thing? Well, they'd have to keep paying the players. If they have no income sources coming in, guess what? Teams are pulling Shut the Shut down the rest of the year? No, they'd pull the franchise. That would never happen. Why do you say that? When, wait a second. Why How would you long say would that? the league shut down for? What if it had to shut down for the rest of the season? But had to pay out the contracts. I, I don't the Florida Panthers are history. Yeah. Ottawa Senators are history. So is Carolina probably do. Arizona? They got to pay. I'm out. just throwing it out there. They got to pay all those uh, combine fines. I'm just throwing it out there. Think about that. Without income coming in, how long? Can these teams sustain it? Yeah. I don't know. It's something to think about. What's the next topic? I don't want to talk about coronavirus no more. Is Carter Hart the best goalie in the National Hockey League? Right now? That's what I asked, isn't it? There's a case. There's a case? Who's better? Carter Hart is 7-0-0 since February 18th. Okay, the thing is about this kid, he has a this at home this year. He's nineteen two and two, a one point six four goals against average, and a ninety four point two save percentage. Tell me who's better. Um, I'd have to look. If I if probably right now, he probably is the best goal in the league right now. 
And right now he's sure showing everybody that uh, well, and he's th- winning games the too. The thing is, I always knew this guy would be good. Like he, like even when he played, I was a big fan of this kid when he played in the WHL with Everett. And he played on Team Canada. I've always been a big fan of Carter Hart, and I'm, ha- I'm super happy that he's having all this success in, in the NHL now because he is a really good goalie. And it's not every day you see the keys of a team get turned over to a 21 year old goaltender, and and now he's just taking in round with it. And I think you're going to see more teams hand the keys off um, to goaltenders like they did. You look Bennington, 24 last year. Bennington have been around the block. Yeah, I've been around the block. The last but- one I can remember is Mark Andre Fleury. Patrick Waugh, too, won the Stanley oh, Cup as a rookie. Yes, but that um, was, I said the last oh, one I can remember. Yeah, yeah Mark Andre he came in as a 19-year-old, drafted. 20, I believe. 20, yeah. But he got drafted first overall in 03. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we're going to start to see um, younger goalies come in. and. So and why, why, are, why are people not taking the Philadelphia Flyers serious? Um... That's a good question. I mean, they're definitely on my radar. Really? Yeah. I think that they've proved a lot of people wrong, even with injuries. I think Alan Vigneault's done a tremendous job. I think he should be uh, maybe a Jack Adams like candidate for sure. I think he is, isn't he? I think he should be, absolutely. James Van Riemsdyk down with a broken wrist. Does this hurt the Flyers? Broken wrist or broken hand? Uh, one, one of the yeah. I can't remember one of the. Um, two. I don't think it will affect that much. I think I I don't think he brings much to the table anymore. Like they're paying him a tr- tremendous amount of money. They're paying him seven million dollars per year, and he's just not producing at at that rate. Same thing as Kevin Hayes. Like he's got twenty plus goals this year. Oh, I I knew the Kevin Hayes signing was bad from day like, one. Kevin Hayes is making seven point four. Yeah, he's got twenty five goals. I think this year fifty points, but that's nowhere near the production for that price. Mika Sabanajad, five goals against Washington the other night. A win for the Rangers, 6-5 overtime win. I was thinking after that game that New York had a shot at this, and then all of a sudden it just kind of has went haywire since then. But a five-goal night, how many of those do you remember? Um, Johan Franzen in 2011. Marion Gabrick in 2007. There's not many. Mm, Those only... Three that I can remember. Were you watching and this? And Patrick Line too. Did you watch this game? I did. It's pretty. I didn't see all of the game, but I saw most of it. But it seemed like every time I flipped it to that, he was scoring again and again. And can I'm they, like, can, holy cow. So Zabanjad had five goals. Yeah. His plus minus was zero. Well, I didn't say that he's a complete player. I just said that he just shows you. I thought that, you didn't like plus minus. That just show, can I finish? Sure. That just shows you how irrelevant plus minus is. No. Yes, it is. No, it's not because he plus shouldn't. minus is the stupidest stat ever. No, because it tells you if your if your so line plays defense. So, it, so your center does your job. The center does his job. Wingers does his job. Puck goes off a couple guys. Yeah, you're a dash one. I, I just stepped on. If you're the, on the I, ice I just, when the I puck goes in the net, I just stepped on the box and oh, they scored. I just stepped off the bench. They scored. I'm a minus one. Same way it's, for the same way for the pluses it's then stu- too. It's stupid. No, it's not. Just get rid of it. It's stupid. It tells you a lot. It's literally the most irrelevant thing ever. It's <laughs> the most re- irrelevant stats ever. Oh, this guy's plus forty two. He must be a hell of a player. That doesn't plus minus. Plus minus doesn't mean anything. You go look at the top. 
you go look at plus minus the top guys. Okay, so next time you bring up Patrick Liney and you bring up his plus minus to me, I'm gonna be like, it's irrelevant. Plus minus. It's irrelevant. I would never bring up plus minus ever. You're always the one that brings that up. I like it. I think it tells you a lot about the team. I think it tells you a lot about that player and a lot about the line and the situations that he's playing in. So if a guy, if <laughs> this guy shoots it from the other end of the ice and it goes in, the goal goalie lets it in. That's that, that, one. Minus one. Yeah. Even though the goalie didn't do his job, you're getting a minus one. That's one. That's one. <laughs> it's one of many. Yeah. What about the one that goes the other way and into the net? Brutal, man. Matthew Barnaby arrested for public intoxication and assault as he chokes a bouncer at a Nashville bar. What is going on with these people? Uh, first what? you saw Eddie Bell for. Why, why is this happening? He was released on $6,000 bond, scheduled to make an appearance in court March 27th. I have not heard him on NHL radio since and probably won't hear him on ever, NHL ever again. again. No. Why does this happen? Why does this continue to happen? I, I don't know. These guys are working in the National Hockey League. I don't know why you'd ever want to do something to screw that up. Yeah. Cruising with it, Terrifying in the high slot. He'll dangle. Trocek, cross-sides, Aho with a shot off a body, off the bar. Trocek scores! Vincent Trocek! Hey, hey, what do you say? Okay, Welcome so Trocek scores. The Canes win. Now, did you see this? Sveshnikov. Goal shouldn't have counted. It should, though, because. It should. It was a high stick. It didn't go directly in the net off of that high stick. He knocked it down with a high stick and Trocek touched it. His teammate touched it. It's a high stick. Okay, but here. The other team has to touch it to nullify the high stick. I heard heard today justification on this, and it completely made sense. I was bitching. I said, how can this call be missed? How in the world can this be missed? He high-sticked it, it went down, and was hit in by another player. High-stick, high-sticking the puck into the net is a different height than high-sticking the puck. Not into the net. Not into the net, it's shoulders. He still knocked it into down. The net, into the net is it's a crossbar. crossbar. It was not above his shoulders. It was above the crossbar. It was not above his shoulders. So it's legal. It's a bad rule, uh, it's and that's stu- why I brought it up. Stupid rule. That's why I brought it up. Stupid. The rule is bad. Is. I believe, and here's what I, I've said this 100 times, I think high-sticking the puck is fine. Yeah. Knock it in any way you can. I think you should be able to kick the puck. If you're talented enough to kick the puck in that, fine. I'm not so sure and on that one. the puck one. in the net, sure. They play soccer no, before No, because then the people games. will pick up the puck and throw it in. No, I just said head the puck in, like butt-headed in. I, I don't know about that one. It already happened. Peugeot did it this year. I know, year. but it's not. Well, it happened last year, too. It doesn't count. Shit, God's creativity. We always want know. more goals, no? Well, no, we want them to be legit, though. I mean, if you are, so let me ask you this question: Did you see the goal that was disallowed on Calgary last night? When Backlund was in front of the net, and no. Laner, okay, Laner came out of the crease, and okay. and and contact was made with Backlund, not hard, okay, but it was it was made, but the contact was made out in front of the crease. Okay. And the puck goes in a second or about three seconds later. Did he flop? Didn't flop. The ref waved it off immediately? Or did they go upstairs? Did they They went upstairs. It? They challenged it. Okay. Vegas challenged it. I'll have to watch that. No thing. goal. I'll have to watch that. Thing. And I thought, you know, okay, I, I was fine with it initially. I was a little pissy, but I was fine with it. And I thought, well, but wait a second. So it, let it, me figure this out. A well, goalie can run into a player 
out of the blue. Yeah, but we can't go. But the player, isn't that the player's ice there? And his ice is in the crease? Yeah. I don't understand that. It, it, it just does. It seems like the goalie always gets the benefit on that one. Roman Yossi, the payback for the Winter Classic shot on Ellis. It was my highlight on my weekend. I don't care. I don't care they hit Corey Perry. He should have been suspended. What? Yossi should have been suspended. Absolutely. It's a joke. There's no consistency. If Corey Perry did that to Yossi, he would have got five games. No, he wouldn't. Yes, he would have. He didn't get five games for Ellis. He's a repeat offender. He would have got five games. After the Ellis incident and he did that to Yossi, he would have got five games. I'm totally fine with him taking Corey Perry. He needs It doesn't matter, though. Where is the consistency? This is what Evander Kane was talking about. He should have got two games. It's a joke. He got, what, five grand? Yep. It's a joke. It's the highest amount that the players association I don't give a shit. He should have got... Two games. No consistency at all. Zero. <laughs> don't, well, how do you feel about him getting the payback, though? Uh, I don't care. I'm all about being fair and being consistent when it comes to player safety. Why even have Why even have suspensions if you're not going to just follow the rules? He literally cross-checked him in the mouth. I get it. Corey Perry's a hack. He's dirty. Well, you still got so, the whole players so let accountable me, let for me, their actions. Let me ask you this one. Let me ask you this one. Let me let me pose this scenario to you. Um, a player hits a player. This happened at a junior game last week, and I was there. A player hits a guy in in the corner. Um, it turns into a. Uh, it was a check. It was, but then it turns into a roughing because they both um, are are pushing and shoving. Okay, so they're going off for roughing. And as he's going to the skating to the penalty box, a player from the other team comes flying in to fight him. Okay, third man in, kicked out. And the player sticks a stick out right into the mouth of the player coming at him, charging him. And he got a five-minute major for cross-checking, which I'm actually fine with. But yeah. the other guy charging at him got nothing. Really? <laughs> got nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Crazy. You ready for three questions? Yeah. It's time for three questions. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. My turn tonight to ask Blake the questions. It was released this week that on April 9th, the second night of the Stanley Cup playoffs is when the NHL draft lottery will be held. Do you like the timing of this or when would you do it if you could make that decision? Uh, I'd do it right before the draft. Just so the day before, so the the teams couldn't prepare. Teams couldn't prepare. Yeah, I thought about that. I did. I thought. Uh, I thought really hard about that. I, I, would, I would maybe not a day the day before, but like the week of, like maybe like this like, like maybe if, pair it with the award show. Yeah, yeah. Like the it's like yeah before the award show, something like that. I know. I, I thought about that. I would, would do that. Then you know what I'll set up. My, but the the what I thought and I agreed because then it gives you like oh like oh should we trade this pick? Should we not? They can pawn on it for what three months. Yeah, and I only get to ponder out forever. Um, I didn't. I don't. I, I like that idea. My other idea that I came up with was have it the night before the playoffs start, that Tuesday night before the playoffs start, well, and do it with your prediction show. No, it's not. It's the it's the Friday night. It's the second night of the playoffs. Oh, day after. Playoffs. Have it the day before the playoffs and have a playoff prediction show along with it. Hype the playoffs. I don't know. Yeah, I like your idea probably better. Yeah. And, and, and making the GMs work a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Question number two. Should it be a minor delay of game penalty for a goalie to shake their mask off, mask off after being hit with a puck in the head? No. 
Why? If there's straps, what do you want them, just to rip it off? No. Every goalie mask has a chin strap, but the goalies refuse to wear it. They have them right here. It, that, that, they're, that will, never, they're not tight. That will never happen. Why? Darren Millard posed this question on Twitter the other day, and I thought when I first read it, I'm like, ah, stupid. And I looked at it more, and I'm like, you know what? He's right. Goalies come up with every excuse in the book. Well, I wouldn't say that. He said there's a chin strap in every mask, and it should be worn, but it's not. Uh, I don't know, but I mean, like, it's all about player safety. If if you get a player slap, safety, if you get a slap shot in the head, and your yeah. strap comes off, chin strap holds the helmet tighter. Oh. Player safety, exactly. You said it. You got it right. Player safety. Question number three: Would you offer sheet Matthew Barzell? No. You think somebody will? Because to get Lou Lamarillo fired up. I don't think Lou. Well, Toronto can't do it, so. I don't think Lou will make it to that point. You don't think so? I don't think it will get to that point. So you think Matthew Barzell signs there? I think Barzell signs like a five-year deal there. Similar to the Matthews deal, not as much AAV, but similar term. I think he'll sign for like, I think he'll sign for five years, $40 million. You get in the $8 million range. Mm, I don't know. Maybe seven, seventy-eight. Matthew Barzell's pretty good. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Lou Morello isn't no one to pay his players that much, though. <laughs> so they'll leave. Like a lot, <laughs> right? Well, they still own because Matthew right. Barzell doesn't rights. So he can sign a one-year deal and be like, sayonara. I guess. You know, I think Matthew Barzell set up for a big payday. I do. I think he is. We'll see. All right. Listener question comes from our friend of ours here in Minot, North Dakota, Seth Hagen, who's always got good questions for us. And his tweet to me was, may not be very hockey guy of me, but I've always, but when, oh, I got to start over here. Spit it out. Come on. You want to read it? I don't have your computer. Yeah, I do all the work. Exactly. I may not be very hockey. Yeah. May not be a very hockey guy of me. But I've been on the ice when someone was cut. Seeing the blood gushing is one of the scariest things in the world. So with that, i got to ask, along with Kevlar advances, is it time to consider full shields and cages at all levels of hockey? When I first read it, I'm like, no. I but then the more I think about it, I think it's going to get to that. It's going to happen. Because think happen. about it. 25 years ago, 30 years ago, we said that helmets were going to be mandatory and players were like, and hockey fans were like, mandatory helmets? Well, everybody wears a helmet. And then about 20 years ago, 15 years ago, we phased in half shields. Yeah. And now we think nothing of that. Mm-hmm. I think 10 years from now, full cages will be phased in yeah, to won't. players coming up. Yeah. And we won't think anything of it. Now, I think there's some pros and cons to that. I think the stick vision. work will go up. I'm not worried about the vision. Stick work? High sticks. Watch college hockey where there's oh, full mass. There's yeah. a lot more high sticks and cross checks to the face, and and uh, the stick work is more. Yeah, it is more because there's not that respect of mm-hmm. you know, having an, an open face there. Um, but when the NHL sits and looks at this, and if they're truly, truly worried about about protecting players, they'll make this rule. 
I could see it. Uh, Logan Couture out again. I could see it in the next five years. You think five, huh? I, I said 10. I think it'll be in the next. I originally thought 15, and then I thought more I, about it, and I'm I, like, nah. The we... next five to seven years. And think about it. Think about all the injuries this year. Like face injuries? Yeah. Yeah. If you think about I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. And with fighting going out of the game, boy, Last... Marshawn would be a real rat with a face mask on. Oh, my God. That makes me want to puke. It'd just be so weird looking at an NHL be. player. I'm with you. No, I'm, be like, it'd be weird. It would be weird. It'd be really, really weird. But yeah, yeah. I just think it's going to come to it eventually. I, I just I just do. One final question. Will Seattle ever name their team? What in the hell is taking so long? The Seattle Kraken. Let's go. Bring God, it. just get Let's it go. done. Let's go. I think most people want that. Yeah. I do. I think people want the Seattle Kraken. But I don't know what they're waiting for. I don't know why they're waiting so long. They could be selling merchandise already. (laughs) They could. Yeah, I know. It's just stupid. Check us out on Twitter at Debate Hockey. Check us out on the Facebook page at the Hockey Pod, uh, at the Debate Hockey Podcast. And rate and review us on iTunes. A big thanks goes out to our sponsor, UBGM. Wouldn't it be incredible if there was a daily fantasy sports app that was built for hockey? and not just an afterthought to football and other sports. We are excited to introduce UBGM.com, the first hockey-centric daily fantasy app. UBGM will be launching later this fall and needs your feedback. Expert, casual, and new players welcome. Sign up at UBGM.com backslash the debate to become a VIP member. Get connected. The Debate Hockey Podcast can be found on Twitter at Debate Hockey. Also, make sure you check us out on our Facebook page, The Debate Hockey Podcast. Brad Brood can be found on Twitter at Brad Brood. And co-host Blake Friars can also be found on Twitter at Friars underscore Blake. If you like what you hear, please rate and review us on Apple Podcast. The Debate Hockey Podcast can be found on all major podcast players. And please consider subscribing to the Inside Edge Hockey News on Patreon. That'll get you exclusive content and much more. Thanks again, and enjoy the hockey action. Kevin Bieksa had come up and had a word with Westgarth a moment ago, and now, now Bieksa's going to face off against Westgarth, so the defenseman moves up for the Canucks. Tortorella at the Vancouver bench is already looking at the and here we go. bench. Line brawl to start this game. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Debate Hockey Podcast with your host, Brad Baroud. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit InsideEdgeHockeyNews.com and on Twitter at InsideEdgeHockey and Facebook at InsideEdgeHockeyNews. We'll catch you next time. This has been a production of Inside Edge Hockey News Radio, copyrighted and distributed by the Inside Edge Hockey Media Group. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.